That was George Duke. Title song, Geneva. And I'm the son of Yahoo. I want to welcome you to this fourth edition of my 2022 podcast. This is entitled, To Date. And I think that that's appropriately applied, my brothers and sisters, because um, the majority of mankind is totally oblivious to the times in which we live in. Many of Christ Jesus's prophecies have been misapplied and I have every reason to believe that the reason why is because there's just simply no enlightenment out there there's over 2,000 and some people have it up to 11,000 different Christian denominations or sects as they call them, not S-E-X S-E-C-T within Christendom alone and it all started it it all started uh, excuse me during the reformation period over in Europe we're going to take a trip down the memory lane back to the first century And before he gave up his human life as a ransom sacrifice for us all, Christ Jesus gave us prophetic features of his present presence and kingdom power during a specific time and period that's going to denote his presence, his parousia. And we're going to get down to, we're going to come down to the nitty gritty of all of this. We're going to find that the, the fingerprint, the DNA, of the prophetic features um, pointing to his present presence, his parousia, points to our day, right now, the year 2022. It actually started. In 1908, as I said so many times, candidly, in prior podcasts of the son of Yahuwah, with the ouster of Satan and devil, two religious orders in heaven that rebelled against our father's sovereignty way back in the Garden of Eden. Christ Jesus in Matthew chapter 24, and really throughout his entire life and ministry, prophetically said that there were going to be wars in one place after another. Food shortages and earthquakes and pandemics. And then he goes on to say in Luke chapter 21, verse 27, then they're going to see the Son of Man coming on a cloud cloud with power and great glory. 
He reiterated that in Acts chapter 1. And again, the inspired Apostle John saw visions of Christ Jesus' return to our earth and kingdom power in a cloud. So in three occurrences, it is shown that he will return in a cloud. Well, let me just reflect on that a little bit. Because if we look at Exodus chapter 14, verse 19, we see that the angel of the true God moved from the front of the encampment to the rear of the ancient Israelite encampment as they were leaving Egypt. And this happened on several occasions while they were trekking through the wilderness, the Sinai wilderness, on their way to the promised land. They didn't see no angel. All they saw was a cloud cover. In other words, the clouds lower themselves to the earth. But their faith led them to believe that the Son of God, the Son of Man, was leading them because the cloud cover became somewhat of a covering for them to shelter them from the, the desert's heat during the noontime. And at nighttime, it became a pillar of fire so that those within the Israelite nation's encampment could see. But scripture tells us that the angel of the true God was within that cloud. And his prophetic feature denoting his promised presence, his present presence, his parousia and kingdom power to our earth. He spoke about the, the prophetic features the signs of his presence about the increase in the wars, food shortages and earthquakes and pandemics, pestilences, he called it. And we've had them throughout recorded human history in isolated places like the, bubon the bubonic plague in Egypt, which killed over a quarter of Egypt's, I mean, uh, uh, Europe's population. The Black Death is what they called it. One quarter of Europe's population died during that pandemic. And there's been pandemics all over the earth since then. But this is the fact that escapes most of the, the majority of the world's population's notice. 
He said that these prophetic features denoting his presence will all be happening simultaneously at the same time. These will be worldwide wars. Disputes and trifles on the part of men. I'm going to get into that later. That there would be food shortages in one, and earthquakes in one place after another. Earthquakes causes tsunamis and volcano eruptions. And pandemics. He said they will all be happening at the same time. And will affect all of the world's populations. No person will escape these prophetic features denoting Christ Jesus' returning kingdom power, his present presence. No person. On the other hand, every person will have a chance to right themselves and come into a personal relationship, a very close and deep, intimate relationship with Yahuwah Elohim, Jehovah, or Yahweh if you prefer, so as to preserve yourselves alive from this world undergoing destruction into the righteous new system of things so close at hand, very close at hand, very, very close at hand. So close that species in the animal kingdom sense it. I know some of you see the behavior of animals around you. They're discombobulated. Birds are falling out the air. These are scenes depicting the fulfillment of Christ Jesus' prophetic features of his present presence. So I appropriately named this podcast to date to enlighten you to these prophetic features that's undergoing fulfillment. As you listen to this podcast, let's talk about wars to begin with. There are more than 40 active wars, armed conflicts around the world right now. 40 active wars. What's overshadowing those wars is coronavirus. And this many strands and mutations. What are the main causes of these armed conflicts? Unresolved regional tensions, such as the latest crisis and military buildup of Russia, or would you say Russian forces at Ukraine's borders? A breakdown in the rule of law causes these armed conflicts. An absence of 
co-opted state institutions and illicit economic gain. And the scarcity of resources exacerbated by climate change. Now, the Apostle James says something similar in his letter. James being the half-brother of Christ Jesus. He wrote in his inspired letter back in the first century, the reasons for armed conflicts, stating emphatically and pointing down to our day. At James chapter 4, verses 1 and 3, my brothers and sisters. What is the source of wars and fights among you? Do they not come from this source that carry on conflicts within your members? You desire and yet you do not have. You go on murdering and coveting, but you're not able to obtain. You keep fighting and waging war. You do not have because of you're not asking. And when you do ask, you don't receive because you're asking for a wrong purpose so that you may spend it on your fleshly desires. Now, that is just so accurately put and describes the mental state and condition of the human mind and heart today. That is just so pinpoint accurate that we can read that and then look out these little tiny eyes of ours and see in our own neighborhoods, in our own cities and towns, rural villages, A microcosm, a microcosm of what's going on around the whole world. We can read that scripture in James chapter 4, verse 1 and 3, and look out into the world, watch our local news, and see biblical, inspired biblical prophecy coming true. Those are the reasons for armed conflicts. It is the reason for world wars, one and two. The Israeli-Arab war, two Persian Gulf wars, the Korean war conflict, Vietnam war, war on crime and drugs, wars between political affiliations, Democrats, Republicans, liberals and conservatives. Males and females in the LGBTQ communities. There's wars everywhere, which is just prophetically an example of fragmentation of the human mind. That being fragmented, we can see the cause why the whole world is in fragmentation. And this is the truth. These wars were deadly. World War One and World War Two killed more people within over a hundred million people than the wars 
leading from Christ down to the First World War combined. 18 centuries of wars could not touch the depths of civilians, casualties, and military that was killed in the first World War I and II. And we've had a lot of wars since then, since World War I, a prophetic fulfillment of and feature of Christ Jesus' prophecy, denoting his present presence, his parousia. Let's talk about earthquakes. The National Earthquake Information Center says they expect over 16 major earthquakes in any given year. In the past five years, my brothers and sisters, on April 25th, 2015, 8,000 people died in Nepal. On August 3rd, 2014, 700 died in China. In September 24th, or September 2013, 825 died in Pakistan. 18,000 went missing in Japan. After earthquake shook that region in 2011. On May 12, 2008, 90,000 perished in another quake in China. And pin this one, my brothers and sisters. Let's not forget the 7.0 tremor in Haiti that killed over 210,000 people in a region that was suffering from economic setbacks and political upheavals and coups. That's earthquakes. Let's talk about these pandemics now. 1918-1919, the pandemic. The H1N1 virus, 17 to 50 million people killed. Some scientists have the, the number up to 100 million. The Spanish influenza was raging around the world at the same time in 1918. It killed over 50 million. Just between those two influences, those pandemics, 150 million people died upwards to 150 million people. 1957 and 58, H2N2 virus, 1.1 million people were killed. In 1968, H3H2 virus, 1 million people were killed. And that was just shortly after coronavirus or the virus that came to be known as coronavirus began to make his rounds around India and China. And then to date, coronavirus, 5.6 million has died. Synonymous with these uh, major features of 
Christ Jesus is. Parousia. And I do mean synonymous. That is to say, happening at the same time of coronavirus, the wars, the earthquakes, and the pandemics, is that they're all current around the world simultaneously, increasing in frequency, intensity, and severity. Not to forget the global increasing of crime, lawlessness, and sexual immorality. Not to forget that. These fulfilling prophecies also denote the parousia or present presence, as I stated earlier in this podcast, of Christ Jesus and his angelic forces alongside him to which a large portion of Humanity, and I do mean a large portion of humanity, is not aware or not even concerned about his arrival occurring right now as I speak. He is ruling in the midst of our enemies. And this is one reason why we see a dismantling of human society, a breakdown of norms, upheavals in political corporate scandals, fragmentations in religious circles, a splintering down of religious organizations, dysfunction in the human family. We see it all besides the, the prophetic features denoting his presence. The world is deteriorating rapidly. It is being destroyed as we see it. Thus, it is incumbent upon me as a duty and a responsibility to get ready people prepared to move into the new system of things that is sure to happen very, very soon. And I do mean very soon. These people that are moving into the new system of things Know what time it is. It's just the son of Yahuwah knows. And just as I know, they know. They know. I give you indication that they know. See, when Messiah Yahusha said, and then they will see the Son of Man coming on a power, on a cloud with power and great glory. The only ones that saw Messiah Yahusha ascend into heaven while they were on this on the shores of the Sea of Galilee, was his disciples. They were ready when he, when he came and began to minister to them, to begin his ministry at 30 years old. Why? Because they were reading the scriptures. That's how they were able to identify the Son of God. When they saw the Holy Spirit come and, and, set and light upon him like a dove, they knew he was the appointed king. He was the one. To the point where Nathaniel went as far as to go as to say, the son, of, the, the Lamb of God that takes away 
the sins of the world. Nathaniel was able to recognize Messiah Yahushua. And so they represent people today that recognize Messiah Yahushua, that is Christ Jesus' presence and kingdom power. He told us when these things began to increase in frequency, intensity, and severity around the world, all happening at the same time, simultaneously, my brothers and sisters. Stand up, erect yourselves, and lift your heads up because your deliverance is near. And that is exactly what's happening. It is very similar to the world at large watching Noah and his sons build the ark. Well, there's a spiritual ark that has already begun to take shape at the event of Christ Jesus. That spiritual ark is completed. People are moving up as ramparts and being ushered into the new system of things, much like Moses was ushering in the ancient Israelite nation, the fledgling ancient Israelite nation, into the promised land. And although he saw it from afar, he did what he had to do to get his peace and soundness of mind. And, of course, to be approved and loved by our Father in heaven. He will be resurrected to that new system of things. And I certainly have the pleasure of meeting him. So much so, just like I have the pleasure of meeting every last one of you who listen to the Son of Yahuwah podcast. So to those who are aware of their calling and sense that they are become, they are to become a part of the new earthly society of people that's going to inherit earth here under paradise conditions. This is what a father, Yahuwah Elohim, and Christ Jesus wants you to know. You have the prophetic word of Yahuwah Elohim made more sure for you. And you are doing well and paying attention to it. As to a lamp shining in a dark place. Until the day dawn, until the day dawns, and the day star rises in your hearts. We find that at Second Peter one nineteen. Not to forget those who obliviously or choose for themselves to ignore this sign of you. This is written. As for the majority of Mankind who choose to ignore the prophetic features marking the present presence of Christ Jesus, his parousia, his parousia. This is what inspired scripture says in the same book, Second Peter, second letter, chapter three. This is the thought processes of those who don't support our father's sovereignty. The rulership of a son and tell about the glories of the kingdom of God. It is said of them, where is this promised presence, this parousia of his? Why, since our forefathers fell asleep in death, 
All things are continuing as they are from creation's beginning. That's just simply the way they see it. And that's the reason why so many of the world's population go lose their life. Because they think that these things has been going on from the beginning of time. But they are missing the little things that matter. That little time period. And the fact that these prophetic features will be happening simultaneously around the world globally, affecting everybody, increasing in frequency, intensity, and severity. It is getting worse and worse and worse. Every time we turn around, we have a new pandemic. We have an earthquake. We see more wars, crimes of war, increasing the lawlessness. We see it all, all over the world. We hear about it. And you people know it. But you are just totally oblivious to it and it ain't because you're totally oblivious because you know now especially if you're listening to the son of yahoo's uh, podcast you know you just choose not to know you just want to go ahead and do your own thing like some of you who are part of the same sex community the lgbtq community there is no way you can sit back my brothers and sisters our father do love you, but what you are doing is completely wrong. He did not make Adam and Steve. He made Adam and Eve. It's called Sodomize, and that's exactly, Sodomize come from the word Sodom. It was a depraved city. And so you are doing depraved things, sexual things. You're doing, this, you have this, the mindset of Satan and devil, those demonic uh, disobedient, rebellious sons of God that came down here and wanted to have sexual relations with our daughters to bring into the world hybrid children that were a little larger than normal human beings and to force and oppress them to turn away from our Father in Heaven. And that's what some of you are doing. You're doing that. You are actually turning away from our father. And even more so now you know that I'm telling you this. So if you are listening to this podcast and you turn a deaf ear to it, you are just like those depraved individuals in Solomon and Gomorrah. And I tell you what you got coming. Destruction. You ain't got nothing coming in the world. You will go to sleep just like those depraved individuals Back in Solomon Gomorrah. It's as simple as that. And that comes from Yahuwah Elohim. I'm just a prophet of his. I am just so much a prophet of his as Messiah Yahushua, Christ Jesus, and Moses. Because I believe that he is telling the truth, nothing but the truth. And he is ready and poised to bring a swift end to this, this, uh, 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 this immoral system of things. It is depraved. It is not the way he wanted it to be. Put any spin you want on your erroneous behavior. I tell you, look at 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9 and verse 10. Read that. Go back into Genesis and read what happened with Sodom and Gomorrah. Those depraved men, sexually immoral as they was, wanted to have sexual relations with angels. You can't tell me that ain't sick. You can't tell me that it ain't sick for someone to have a child 
to see two men kissing one another as if they, there's a man and a woman and send a mixed message to that child, thus corrupt that child. Because children are inheritance from God to us. So you're really marring God's creation. That is not the way our father wants us to raise our children. It says raise our children in the way he should go. And when he get older, he will not depart from it. Part of that is not to allow your child to see anything of that nature. How would you feel if a sexual predator walked up to your child and grabbed your child's hand? There's all kind of Amber Alerts going on around the world. But it's okay for two men or two women to be having sexual relations before children. That's even more depraved than a sexual predator grabbing a child's hand. You're not going to allow a sexual predator to grab your child's hand, but you're going to allow your child to see you and your girlfriend or you and your boyfriend, men, hug and kiss one another and embrace one another. How sickening can that be? And do you wonder why one of the prophetic features marking Christ Jesus and children will become disobedient to their parents? A man's enemies will be those of his own household. And it is true that most crimes committed in the world today are committed against people we know. Another prophetic feature of Messiah Yahweh Christ Jesus present presence and kingdom power. So don't knock me for telling you that you're wrong for practicing same-sex relations because I'm doing what my father asked me to do. And you should be doing the same thing, stopping and sharing it with someone else. It's not so much you because he loves you. He doesn't take delight in the death of the wicked one. He does not. That's why he sent his son, Messiah Yahushua, to die for us. Some of those in the first century were practicing same-sex relations. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 10, Paul goes on to tell the, the, the members of the, uh, the Christian congregation in Corinth. And yet, that's what some of you were. But they changed. They changed their ways. And you can too. But if you choose not to, you, I'm going to tell you what you got coming. You got a swift judgment coming. You have a swift, judgment, a, a swift judgment coming, brothers and sisters, that's practicing same-sex relations and getting married. How corrupt. You can't see yourself corrupting the world and corrupting these children of, of our Father in Heaven, these little babies that run around here. I see it. I clearly see it. And I speak on it with a vehemence. The way my father would do, if, or his son, if he was right here before you. It is compassion on his on my part and his part as at Messiah Yahushua and everyone else who speaks up on this to tell you this. It's not hatred. It's to, to turn you away from such a, uh, a distorted practice. It is just simply evil. There's no rhyme or reason why two men should be having sexual relations with each other and or two women. So I'm asking you, in Messiah Yahushua's name, Christ Jesus, stop. Just stop. The devil, those 
angelical sons, devil and Satan, part of those orders that's confined to the sin of this earth, are liars. They are blatant liars. And they have you living a lie. I'm asking you, brothers, to please stop. While there is yet still time. We have much time left. To get this right. I would like for my brothers and sisters to understand what's going on in the world and that you can make a difference by sharing the same message with everyone else. You really can. Please believe this. You can make a difference. I'm the son of Yahuwah, and I would like for you to give yourself a chance to come into a personal, close relationship with the Father in Heaven. I want to thank you very much for listening to this. If you need to hear what I have to say again, feel free to listen to this podcast over and over until it sinks deep in your hearts and minds. Please. These podcasts of the Son of Yahuwah, the Son of Yahuwah Productions, are created to edify you, to strengthen you, and to bring you into a deep, close personal relationship, an intimate relationship with our Father in Heaven. While there is still yet time, we need to consider the patience of our Lord as salvation. I'll leave you now with Pat Metheny taken from this CD from this place this is the same river I'm the son of Yahuwah may Ruach Hakkadish be with the spirit you show